Reasonable Boy podcast. This is podcast number 004, the Boris Broadcasting Corporation. Not many people have noticed, but um, you, would, uh, you wouldn't think so by the uh, amount of uh, activity on Twitter in the past few days. At the leadership debate um, last Friday on the BBC Question Time, Boris Johnson was the last person to um, to speak. And what happened was that uh, the first question was asked, as a lady in the audience said, can we trust you? And there was an awful lot of laughter about this. And then clapping. And uh, that was fine. And the, the, it went on and answered the questions. And when it was finished, the BBC included that that clip in the news programme but minus the laughing they had edited out that laughing part just so that they could have the clapping part so there once again we've seen the BBC editing in favour of Boris Johnson and the government now under their charter the BBC in elections has to be unbiased. And if something happens, whether it's the Conservative leader, the Labour leader, the Lib Dems, the SNP, whoever it may be, if they make a mistake or they they say something which is contentious, then it should be shown. It shouldn't be edited out. If the reaction of any of these people has been good or bad or indifferent, it should be shown. And it's not the BBC who should have the final say on how they interpret it. It should be straightforward. This is a recording, this is what happened, and this is what we're going to show, especially in the elections. And we've seen numerous complaints via Twitter about this. We've had uh, ex-BBC journalists on Twitter complain and say this is disgraceful, the BBC is actually not making a good case for itself to survive. And I don't think, uh, whoever, whoever wins the next election, I do believe that there'll be an awful lot of scratching of heads and maybe a lot of people in higher place at the BBC scared of what's going to happen. And I think the time has come now that we have to do something about the BBC's news and current affairs programmes. And I think, and I honestly believe that the only way out of this would be to actually start afresh. So everybody goes, everybody gets the P forty fives. No, no, no exclusions. No, you know, whoever there may be, I don't care if it's, you know, it's somebody high up in the BBC or it's a news presenter that we've known for quite some time. Don't care about that. They should all be given the P45s and the news and current affairs programming unit needs to be built back up from scratch and built back up in a way in which is, which is embedded into the BBC, into its culture, into its ethos, that it is its unbiased. If you've got a contentious issue and news is like that, then by all means report, but then give the other side. Don't just give one biased opinion because it favours your political view or you favour a certain group or 
you're close to, say, some businesses or something that have interests in a country and you want to give the best slant for that, those people that you um, are employed by because some of these BBC reporters are not just employed by the BBC, they're employed by other people as well. They take gigs from other organisations and some of these organisations mean that there's a conflict of interest between the presenter and the organisation. And so that shouldn't be allowed. If you're a reporter at the BBC, that's all you should do. You shouldn't be available for hire anywhere else. And this is the thing that I think is, is be, has eroded the trust between the, the public and the BBC is that some of these reporters, so-called reporters, or journalists, like to be called, don't just present the unbiased view the information that we need to need to see or hear, that actually because of their links with other organisations, how can we trust them? For instance, if they're doing something on the environment and and they have links to a fracking company, for instance, so how how can you trust that reporter to to actually talk about the environment or the impacts of fracking on the environment? if they're also doing work for a fracking company. Now, I don't know who that reporter is or, or if it exists, but it's just an example. And so what you're going to hear now is the unedited portion of the question to Boris Johnson about his trustworthiness. And then we'll come back a little bit later and uh, discuss that. I'd just like to ask you, how important is it for someone in your position of power to always tell the truth? I think it's, I think it's absolutely vital. And I think it's absolutely vital, and I think that the issue of trust in politics is central to this election and fundamental to the corrosion of trust in politics at the moment. So it's, why do you think clear, you're being asked that, that question? Well, that was interesting, wasn't it? There you have the Prime Minister of the United Kingdom there being held to account by a member of the audience on question time. And this is very unusual because usually question time, the audience is vetted. And it has been coming patently obvious over the past couple of years or more that the audience is being more and more right-wing and left-wing and centrist voices have not been able to make their voices heard at these question time uh, recordings. And here we have basically a... They didn't have time to vet people, so they got a, they probably got a, a, more, a more natural audience representation than they would have normally. And so you've got the, the Prime Minister, Boris Johnson, there, totally wrong-footed by, by that question. And it's a question we all need to ask as, as to why the BBC edited that laughter out of the, of the clip that they played in the BBC News segment. It is something that goes to the core of a democracy. Now, I am on the left. I support the Labour Party. But I, w I want to see the BBC being totally unbiased, 
give me the information that I need and I can make my own mind up about what I want to believe and what I don't want to believe. And as the example I gave before about the environment, if you say to me this is this, this what's happening today, the floods are a consequence of global warming, and you give me the evidence to show that that is the case, fine. But also you must give me the opposite side of view in saying, well, most of the scientists communi scientific community thinks this, but there's a small group of scientists that think this, and you explain why they think that. That gives me and say, well, I'm, I'm, you know, I would say I do, I do believe in global warming, so, you know, that's that's just me, but at least you've given me two points of view there. And I think this is the problem that they've got now is, is that they've got this they've, they've got themselves in such a situation now, that nobody trusts the BBC. Now, you think about that. I'm always remember the BBC growing up in the sixties. And it was the trusted source of your information. BBC News and Current Affairs on the radio and on, and on the TV. If they said something was happening, it was happening. And I think the, I think now it's been politicised more since 2010 when David Cameron actually appointed political appointees to the BBC. And since then it has been really... Fight, well, it's not even fought really. Um, to keep itself independent and free of bias. Uh, I, I think now we're, we're talking about the end of news and current affairs at the BBC. And you may think, well, this is just one clip. Well, it's one clip of many. And I think um, we've now come to the point where that section of the BBC, news and current affairs, is untenable. And the only way we're going to get, get this sorted is to not tinker around the edges Tony Hall chairman of the BBC needs to get a wiggle on and needs to go go into the heads of news and current affairs and sack a lot of them all the heads of news and current affairs all the producers sack a lot and start afresh and then start on the report of the journalists because there's some really biased journalists, journalists at the BBC and they don't hide it now and it would be uncomfortable for people to, to hear this, but certainly um, Laura Koonsberg is one of them. And um, it's, it's, it's awful really thinking about when a, a woman of her sort of intellect really is getting to the point where uh, no one believes a word she says. And it's, it's not just a case of, you know, John Humphreys has just recently retired from the BBC. Nobody trusted him. So it's not just men, it's not just a female reporter. It is a bunch of reporters within the BBC that are so wound up in this Westminster bubble that they're just being fed information. And instead of saying, I'm a journalist, I need to corroborate this, I, want, I need to know what exactly, why is this? Party saying this to me. Let's go out and find out. No, it's like, oh, we've got a press release from the Conservative Party. Oh, I'll just read that out. No, no, no questioning. You know, and and that's the thing. I don't care who you vote for. I don't care. I don't 
care about the political views of the of those particular political journalists even i want them as my representative to the to the powerful people to say hang on a minute you said this six months ago now you're saying this why have you changed your mind you've made a statement there and it's wrong and challenge them and if it's if you challenge somebody that i normally vote for but you challenge them in a fair way and say look you've said this and now you're saying that what's a changed or or you, or you caught them out on something that's fine i may not like it as it's my political party but i have more respect for you so long as you do it for everyone and i think unfortunately this is just another example unfortunately uh, on the bbc of this once proud organization getting going down to the to the dregs of fox news when fox news in america used to run a, a stop line sort of thing on their break saying fox and fox news fair and balanced and if you've got to say fair and balanced in between segments you're in a very sticky place because it should be taken for granted that you'd be fair and balanced and the bbc are heading down to fox news territory and nobody in this country really wants to see them do that and you've got to make up your own mind now as to what you trust and who you trust and unfortunately we can't trust the bbc anymore and that's very sad thanks for listening and There'll be another podcast very soon. Cheers. Bye.